Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me for episode two of the Mindfulness, Movement, and Exercise Oh My podcast. I'm here with a very special guest, Chris Ruffalo. I can't wait to properly introduce her. But before we get into that, I'm going to go into a quick recap of what we talked about last time, which was the history of exercise. So it started off way back in 4000 BC. We saw some themes start to emerge early. Exercise was something you did so that there were no internal stoppages of the organs. This was was what Confucius said. So exercise was for your physical health. Over, if you remember, in the Greece side of things, we had exercise for aesthetics in Athens. We cared a lot about that. And then in Spartan, they were looking at exercise as a way to build an army. And these three themes continued throughout history. It wasn't until the 1800s where there were some people in Germany and some people in Switzerland or Sweden, I might be mixing up those two S countries, where there was a hint of mindfulness that was started to kind of seep in. The immigrants that came over to the U.S. brought some of those concepts with them, but they didn't really take off. And what we saw in the U.S. was it wasn't until after the Civil War, that exercise became interesting. And that was because we needed to build a better army. This is actually the reason physical education became part of a curriculum in schools, was because we needed better soldiers. And this became the theme, even if you look at Franklin Delano Roosevelt when he introduced the free lunch program, he introduced the free lunch program because during World War II, Soldiers were malnourished. And he said, we can't have malnourished soldiers. We need our soldiers to not be malnourished. So he introduced the free lunch program. It's really interesting when you start to look at how these things came to be. And then even the presidential presidential council of fitness, Eisenhower was like, oh, my goodness, Europe is more fit than we are. This isn't okay. We're going to come up with these tests to determine how we can become more fit. So that was where physical exercise in schools and it seeped out into kind of the common general population where it was stemming from, like the, the, the framework from which we were looking at it from. It wasn't, how does this make us feel better as a holistic person? Right. And again, when we talked about mindfulness, which we just touched on last time, I said that one of the things mindfulness does is it allows us to create some quiet noise is unwanted distraction. One aspect of noise is internal noise. So we can have noise inside, which if you take just a moment, get comfortable and just take a quick scan of your body and see if there's anywhere that just kind of calls your attention because there's some sort of sensation there or for whatever reason, it feels louder than the rest of your body. Now take a moment and shift your attention to a part of your body that isn't noisy, that's not calling your attention. And just contrast those two areas. And then go ahead and relax. So internal noise can come from a lot of different places. One place is from something like that, that there's just something that's calling to you physically. 
But this wasn't being talked about. This wasn't the framework from which movement and exercise was being looked at. This was all the way up until 2009 when finally there was a study done in New York, and I can't remember through which university, but they partnered with the New York um, educational system. And they found that, oh my goodness, when kids exercise, they do better academically in a public school setting. This research was corroborated by the, the Center of Disease Control in 2010. This is recent. This is within the last 13 years, which brings me to our special guest. So Chris is a physical education teacher. She's been a physical education teacher, if I'm not mistaken, since 2004, correct? Mm -hmm. 2003, 2004. So 20, 20 years in. So she has seen a lot of stuff. Correct. I have, uh, and I like even leading from like what you were saying. Like I have so many, uh, like follow ups and almost questions. But yes, I have seen a lot. And when I got there, I still had a box of presidential fitness T shirts that and patches. <laughs> I think I think I finally got rid of the patches. Um, and, and it all brought me back to like that like famous video from the '60s, you know, Cold War era where. I think it's California and there's all these like, first of all, they all look the same and there's all these dudes and they're doing these obstacle courses and like literal propaganda. And I'm like, where are the girls? And I'm like, where are the people with disabilities? And like, like all the, in, they're all white. They're all right, but they're like shredded. And I'm just like, what is the school? Like, where is the school and how, um, uh, just so much like why can't we do that because that isn't the reality like you are given 40 kids of like all kinds you know <laughs> some you know all and then just said hey like make them play and get them active and then like the follow-up is that everything that you've said is that hey this movement fitness stuff is for something else yeah it's for the country it's for the war it's for you to be better in school like wait a minute like what about it just being for it? What about like you just enjoying what you're doing? And the other thing about noise, and again, like I'm just like tagging off things. The thing about noise is that every other PE class except myself blares music. Every other class. No, the kids already have at least one earbud in yes. to their own music. Like all day long. <laughs> yeah. And then they have this like, and, and and to hear the other teachers talk about like, like, well, they're gonna learn to like my music. And I'm just like, what? Like, like it's this weird, like, well, we're gonna play music, but it's gonna be what I want. So the kids, there's always like a fight over what music. It's so, it's such a bizarre. So I'm just like, and kids ask me like, why? Like, why don't you play music? Cause, cause I want you to pay attention. Like, like I'm talking to you and I like, this is an interactive, place and you know when I'm instructing I don't want you to just like just start bobbing and know that you're like not at all like part of what's going on so um yeah a lot of stuff a lot of stuff a lot of directions uh that was just my like follow-up to like all that I took in from your little recap which is fantastic uh it's also really interesting how I'll just follow up with this like military thing that and I work in a, in a school with a, with a low SES, but it's always the poor schools where like the military show up at lunch and say, "Hey, 
why don't you check out, let me see how many pull-ups you can do. And maybe you want to join the national guard. Like the, the, those, those, those folks don't show up on a regular basis to the, to wealthy schools. So there's a whole other layer underneath. I have to say that's fascinating because I did go to a high school that was definitely more affluent and the military showed up during like career day but they never showed up randomly and said, how many pull-ups can you do? <laughs> yeah. Like, like every Tuesday and it, like, like this, but this is the thing, like where, and again, where's their lack of opportunity where kids are going to be like, you know what I want to do? Like, I'm going to go like shoot people and try not to die. And I want someone to structure my life because I don't, I don't have any guidance here. I don't have any guidance here. I don't know how to make decisions. Talk about mindfulness. So I just want to go into a place where I will be told exactly what to do. I'll know how to be, I'll be an honorable soldier. And this is nothing against the military, but I'm just, right. this idea like this is, this is, the, this is the way. So, hey, you don't know what to do with yourself. We'll tell you what to do. We'll tell you what to go. We'll tell you how to wake up in the morning. We'll tell you how to keep yourself fit. Um, you know, we'll tell you what duty and honor and all this stuff is, uh, you know, and, and we'll pay for school, right? Yes. Like that's another, and we'll pay for school. Yes. Um, so, which, you know, why do we got to pay for school in the first place? That's a whole other <laughs> spiel. <laughs> Especially if you can do this many pull-ups. Right. Right. Like, why? Why would you want to use what you got? Use your talent. Which is what? And this is the same thing you see. Same, same thing with athletes. Like, yeah. this is my jam. The only reason I care about my grades is so I could play soccer. Like, like I have had these conversations again and again and again and again. And it's like, whoa. Like, the one-sidedness of things Right. It's really out there. So have you noticed in terms of the student's response to exercise and movement, has that shifted at all over the last 20 years? Uh, yeah. Um, and, it, you know, it's, it's interesting. I, I'm not great at, you know, this is why I write about it, why I, at looking yeah. back and being like, what was it like? But, you know, when I first started out, I did things and I'm the only female, I've always been the only female for whatever reason. And so I just like, oh, you're getting this class? This is how this guy teaches this class, okay. And it was this thing of like, there's fitness, there's this, there's that. And then, you know, there's, and again, kind of this idea of testing, this idea and everything we wanna test. And I'm like, this is <laughs> this idea that we're, even that idea of like a like competition and the idea that you're supposed to peak on Tuesday at 7 p.m. Like, it's so arbitrary. Um, but we do this, and it's like, we're gonna run, this is, this, is what, this is what they were doing. In the very beginning, they're gonna fitness test the kids. X, Y, Z, they're gonna do these tests. And then they're never gonna do them again. And then at the end of PE, they're gonna test them again. So what is the correlation, <laughs> right? Like, like here, it's we sure. test some things. <laughs> We play some games. We're going to show you. We're basically, they're trying to validate like how moving your body is going to like, and the test did not always go up, right. right? Like, so it was like this bookend of tests that had nothing to do with what's in the middle. And I was like, these kids hate these tests. So I, <laughs> I, as a, like, I was just like, I'm not going to do anymore. And I just like, don't even tell the, the other guys. I'm just like, I'm just going to stop. And then somehow I probably through the kids, they like, they're like, oh, you're not doing fitness testing anymore? Like, no, didn't make any sense to me. And then they stopped doing fitness testing. And I was like, okay, great, I guess. But I mean, I don't understand. I just don't understand why there needs to be like, are you doing this? And I guess it's okay for me. I'm just like, like nobody, the, the fact of the matter is nobody cares about PE. Like right. nobody cares. Right. 
all the way people can, this is what, this is what even PE teachers, even PE teachers, and I have these conversations and they're also the PE teachers who have like all these body physical problems and don't know how to like interact. Right. So it's interesting that coaching them through that and like being like, huh, that's probably why, but they're the (laughs) ones that feel like the point of PE is to get their energy out so that they can do better in their other classes. And I'm like, why are you teaching this, this like gateway class then? Like, no, no, no. Like this is the thing. So it's just, (laughs) it's just an interesting, the philosophy and you got to think, where are 90% of PE teachers? They're coming from the sports athletic world and they're still in the coaching world. So what it looks like is like, okay, I'm gonna like pro bono normal kids and like have a PE class. And then my real job starts at school. And Mm -hmm. I was like, no, 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 no. Like like the regular kids are the kids. Like the non-athletes is the majority. So Mm -hmm. how do we take care of them? And that's where like, because athletes do not want to be mindful in any way. They want, like, they want to be good soldiers. Shut it down. Do what I say. Like, you know, basically get us, basically, I don't want to say bend to you break, but like find your breaking point. Yep. Like literally find your breaking point. And these other kids who don't have, they're just like, yeah, I don't want to do that. Like, right. I I had cut like, yeah, I'm not going to do that today. Like, okay. Like, isn't like (laughs) you're so bad because it's like, oh, like, again, you are a human body and finding out like these kids are exhausted and they are like emotionally crippled. Like this is this point in time. Again, I can't really talk about 20 years ago and and the, but like, like, and I, and I did it in the backwards way. Like I, after I noticed like a certain period where there was like half the kids would participate like daily, like half, like that's a lot. And I was just like, huh. And you know, and you'd be like, like six period. Um, but, (laughs) but, but what I started to, instead of being like, why aren't you like the other, I started to be like, what's, what's going on? What's, what's happening here. And instead of like treating the kids who didn't participate as like jerks were like, you know, um, non-compliant, it was really respecting like, like, Oh, okay. You're bold enough to be like, not today. Like you are, you are affirm enough to say like, this isn't going to work. And the other thing is they don't, they don't care about their grade. And all PE is, is like participation, points, effort, like grade, like that's all, but they don't care about their grade. So I actually love it. And I'm like, let them <laughs> fail. You know what I mean? I love it that they're not just like, oh, I'm like going to force myself to do this for this grade, which nobody cares what grade you got in your PE class. No. If they, that's the thing. If the kid walks out of PE, and this is where we have the adults that we do, they walk out of PE only doing what they did and like being mindless about it for the grade, just like participate as like little as they could so that person could see me, then like, what's the point, right? The games aren't the point, like the sport, like none of it, none of it really matters. And, and it used to be once upon in, in the golden years, which is probably like, probably like 2010 to like 15, where the only kids I had in class were art school emo kids. Oh, nice. Like, okay. And they, they all were like, we hate PE. I'm like, I also don't like it, but let's, let's do something different. <laughs> so we didn't do any sports. But, but what I, when I talk about that, it wasn't, people are like, what did you do? Just like yoga all day? Like, no, like, it, like we actually like, <laughs> we didn't like combat stuff. Like, again, if the kids in the class were up for it, like even the picture on my, on my Facebook where you see like, um, the background picture obviously there's two girls and they exploded they like ran into each other with the physio balls and then they like flipped. and I like caught that I don't even know how I caught that in a video 
and I snapped it. But like, these is what, if you, if you take off everything that you're supposed to do and you just go into, what do you want to do? There was this level of like risk and, and one-on-one and like really deep seated person and person stuff. Like they like went at each other like hard. And it was funny because I would have coaches like peek in and they're like, I can't believe they're doing that in there. And I'll just be like, shut the door. Like, like go back to basketball. Um, but, but that was the great, because again, you, you as a leader of this, this class of kids, you have this little community and they have to be the ones that say where they're going to go. Yeah. And some of them are not very much, but by not going very much in a direction, you get to learn like how to be, and you get to dig into that. Like, like, why are you so exhausted? Why are you so emotionally crippled? Like, let's, and now I have a class like that. There's no class in like how to be. The closest I get is like health class that I'm, right. that I'm able to teach right now. But, um, but yeah, so I'm gonna stop because I'm just gonna keep going on that tirade. But <laughs> so I'm gonna <laughs> pause for a moment. Uh, no, and there was a lot there. I mean, first of all, why does PE have to look a certain way? And I was naturally um, coordinated. So PE was not something that I dreaded. I would go out. I would do what they asked me to do. I didn't mind the testing when they're like, go run a mile. I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to run four times around the track. Um, None of that was problematic for me. But I would watch. I was one of the few. And a lot of kids had zero interest because the athletes, if I'm not mistaken, I don't know how it is where you teach, but the athletes where I went to school didn't have to take PE. Yeah, I um. I think they had to do like a semester. Okay. Um, but now in, here, the way they are, there was kind of like a pushback. I was like, this is not the same. Like, this is not the same as like your club soccer. Like, like the idea was this exposure, which we'll get into later, like all these types of things, because that's the other trend that is happening a lot more in these, these later generations than in my generation. Like we didn't have AAU. Mom wasn't paying. Like we, right. we, we played 16 right. in softball because nobody <laughs> wanted to buy a mitt. We're like, no, 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 just use your hands. Like, fine. Like, so this is where, like, we did church league and like the Catholic schools all around the suburbs would like play, like that was it. And like, we were like jazzed about that. But now they're getting into these like super, and, and again, because money is involved, you know, and yes, it was something to call, but it was, it was relatively cheap. But now people are playing like thousands of dollars and going on these like cross country national tours to specialize in a thing and their movement patterns like all reveal that they are only doing and then they wonder why they're exhausted and why everything hurts and then nobody knows how to caretake all they know how to push 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 so then we get end up getting these broken kids that right. like right like put everything put everything into the thing they were supposed to put it into they did what they were told and then they right. end up broken and then nobody's there to help them pick up the pieces right and they're not taught how to auto regulate correct I mean, I, from what I've observed, it seems like Correct. that's just no. not something that's part of, you know. No, you do it. Like, you were supposed to do it. There's, like, even, like, how can you participate? And then, you, you know, you see this kid. Like, you ask this question, and you see this kid, you know, like, they're, they're, they went, they walked to the court, or they walked to the field. And they're standing there, right? And the ball is, like, two inches from them, and they just let it go by. And I was like, hey, man, like, yeah, this isn't going to work. Why don't you just pop out into, because they're looking for that, that bare bones line that again won't let them fail and this is like not even my class this is like all the classes right where is the line how little can i do to get the credit 
of this place I don't even want to be in, but I just need to exit it through credit. Don't care about GPA. And I, I can't say all, but I'm, I'm, I'm saying like a lot. I would say, I would say the majority are in this boat of like, how do I just do as little as possible? And then I think about like, you know, adult learning. And what if school could just be like, hey, what do you want to learn today? Yes. What do you want to do? And, and like, let them, and like I found out like, like uh, most of my classes and I, I have a mix. It depends on the class, but mostly I get the non-athletic kids. Some <laughs> classes I'll get, I'll get a mix, but um, like they will play the, my idea of like, they need to play it. Like they were like, I wish we could have played badminton the entire year. And I'm like, you know what? Why didn't we? These kids have this thing in every, <laughs> every open day. They did like, why didn't we? Cause it isn't about exposure anymore. It is about, it is about, is there anything that you like? Like let them latch onto that and let that thing last six weeks, eight weeks and just let it run out and keep coaching them and keep, you know, adding these little challenges, watch what they do on their own and, and let it play itself out. Let them be the ones to be like, okay, or not like, well, it's two weeks. You got to get through again. That's a curriculum in the way two weeks. We got to get through all these other things. Like, whoa, let's just stay where you're comfortable and use that comfortable thing as a mechanism for challenge and growth and understanding all these concepts. Because the concepts loop around in the game. So what's the what's wrong with staying with one game that they want to play and they want to participate in and just ride in that for a while? There isn't. So this is something I'm gonna, this is my reflection of last year. This is what I'm gonna look for in the year ahead to be like, well, it'll last as long as you want it to last. Which makes a lot of sense, because if you look at what the terms physical and what the term education means, it implies there's some learning about the physical self, right? Isn't that that's how I would interpret that. Mm -hmm. And to learn, there needs to be an optimal arousal level. So Mm -hmm. if you're not giving the student an environment where they're appropriately challenged and interested, what are they learning? How to how to barely get through. what is the that's what they're learning every okay I just need to take a step toward the ball and she will not make a comment got it all right I'm gonna make that step oh missed it okay twice I did it got it I need to take take a step toward the ball twice and she will leave me alone like that kind of thing like that's what they're learning like I'm telling you like the world that is exactly what they're learning how little can I do how much can I avoid and still be given like, you're part of this. And does that in any way that you've observed, does this create any sort of interest in like the physical connection to the self? You know what I mean? Like, does that- Do you, when you say that, are you- I'm referring to the bare minimum. So if you're learning how to do the bare minimum, are you creating any sort of connection? No, not at all. So that seems like that would be problematic. Absolutely. And here's like, here's the the flip side of that coin. Again, you've got 40 kids with 40 different interest levels and skill levels and compatibilities and social groups. That's the other, like, I will tell you the number one thing that kids want, and I'm referring to high schoolers, but I would almost say any, anywhere, they want to be with their friends. For sure. That is, that is it. That like, (laughs) they don't care. Like people are failing everything and just being like, yo, like, like just being with their, like, that is it. That is, that is literally the point of school for all of them. And yet we cannot choose who is in our class. 
I mean, I've had groups where like in the same class, there's two groups that like hate each other. I'm like, like, how do I? And then it's like, okay, can you be on their team? Right? Like, there's this like, how do we, there's so many layers of nuance socially that goes into it. So, but that is the number one thing. So when you, when you talk about mindfulness and mind body connection, I do not think that most kids feel that they're, that they're understanding their body is what's on their, is in their interest. What they want to understand is themselves and how to build relationships. So if they don't, if they don't, and which is the struggle, like they're trying to figure out relationships through social. And that is where, because again, at the end of the day, I'm going to have a friend. They don't recognize yet and not, not in the headspace that like, I can actually have a relationship with my own body. Right. Like that, in, for the most part, again, there are some, and when I find those kids, I'm like, oh, dang, like, let's go. <laughs> but, but for the majority, the relationship with their body is like the last thing in their mind because it, they're young and it is the thing that is most functioning. It is the mental, it is the emotional, it is the social, their home lives are like, right? So, right. so if we take all these pieces, I just want to have a good time with my friend. And then, it, and then, so in my, in my world then, how do I create that first and foremost? And then once I have that, and I know that this is going to be a place where they can kind of, again, they could say they don't want to, and, and no one's going to be a jerk to you. They're going to like, just treat you like everybody else. Like they could, again, they could advocate for themselves and say, and they're not going to be penal. I mean, there's, there's grading, but again, if you don't care about it, it doesn't matter. Right. So how do I create this like safe social environment? And then from there, now that they're in it, how do I start to make it internally interesting? How do I start to make them be able to watch and understand the game? And if I can get them to watch and understand the game and relate to each other there, then we can start going into our bodies. But the attention factor of bodies is tricky. The other thing that has been a big difference is that I used to have this room that was just mine, this dark mat, the soft room. And it has been given to another person to teach classes in there. So now, and of course, the class that I, that, that sixth period where the kids were not like, and they needed to know how to under, <laughs> like rest and all that, they needed to know how to like turn it off because this is why you're exhausted because you can't turn this off. It's very difficult to do in a gym that acts like a hallway and is yeah. very loud and has interruptions every three seconds. And you hear the music next door, like blah, going like, because I did not have access to that room and environment is so important. Yeah, the kids who needed it the most, I couldn't really do it with because I didn't have that locked up safe that was literally like, it was like an escape room of like comfort. Because I didn't have access to that, like I couldn't take these kids, to, I felt like I felt like I couldn't take these kids through what they actually needed. So the flip side of that, I just, you know, let them rest whenever they needed to without, without any kind of like negative consequence. So that was the way that I parlayed that. And like, oh, okay, like I can't teach them the things I wanna teach them. I can't let, help them experience like how this thing is related to this thing, like step by step and give them that. I, I just was very like, hey, like we're in a row. And there are some days we're like, 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 oh, everybody's out today. Okay. What, what do you get? What do you need? You need a mat? You need some like, you know, you need to lay down. You need some, you make sure the lights off. Like that's kind of how it developed. Interesting. So it almost sounds like you've got, and of course there's a spectrum, but it's like, you've got these these two sides of the coins. You've got the kids who are really into their body, like that are very physical. 
They're like, yes, let's run at each other with the stability ball. And let's explore this, see what happens. (laughs) And then you've got on the other end of the spectrum, the kids that are like, no, not into the body at all. Like, you know, not into like seeing if my body can help me rest. I just need rest. Yeah. So you've got, again, this kind of dichotomy. And then, like I said, within the spectrum, you've got like the athletes and the non-athletes and everything else. But so that's an interesting thing to try to juggle. Yeah. And, you know, I, I remember it reminds me of this one of the students of that class. It, it was a girl. And I was like, you know, I do this thing about rest. And she just looked at me. She's like, oh, my God, I need that. And it was in this <laughs> class. And I was like, I was like, dang nabbit. Like, and I kept trying to figure out how to do it in a, where I didn't have the space or maybe how to negotiate space. But the other and this is I'll be a complete, the other part of that is that half the kids in this class didn't speak English. Right. So I was like okay, how can I get them into their bodies if they have no idea what I'm saying? And then it's like, okay, can I, can I like snag a translator? And then, you know, the, the few times that I did that, they're like, you know, I would really want to go through this. So I'm just like, well, I want you to experience it too, but then who's going to talk to the kids? Like, so it is just this, you, the, the, the moral is you can't placate everybody. Right. Um, you, you just gotta like, how do you do the most with what you got? Like yeah. bottom line. Right. Which do you think that, so when kids go through physical education as part of their class, how many, how much of it's required for them to graduate? They have to take, they have to take a year in Oregon. So a full, they have to get a full credit, two semesters. Okay. Okay. So only a year, which actually is not very much. So if you've got kids who are really not into this, you do one year of learning, hopefully something right about how there's some like maybe benefit to moving around a little bit how there's also they benefit would, to knowing when to rest I would say 99% of the kids who go through PE would be like I learn how to play games I learn what games I like I learn how to get better at some games like because that's 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 what they do their activity is just and they're only gonna play games they're good at right so like so they would I, I don't think a kid would ever say that oh, I figured out how my body helps me. I do not think kids will respond like that's the purpose of PE. Right. It's, that's to, interesting. it's a place to, yeah, it's, it's a place to play with your friends. Hopefully they're in that class. Again, so again, I was also a loner in high school. So as I said, PE was not a problem for me, but I had zero friends in that class. And I remember so strongly, like at one point we were doing a soccer module And one of the girls on my team looked at me and she said, why aren't you playing soccer? And, you know, I was a financial issue and I'm like, you know, I can't. Um, And she's like, oh, well, you've got some skills. And that was like her way of saying, okay, you're kind of cool. And then that was the end of it. So ever and and when, as the years went on, every time I saw Pilar, we would wave at each other. (laughs) (laughs) Well, even the, even the idea, think about what you just called it a soccer module. Like, this is just like, right. This is just a game people made up. And now to legitimize it, we're going to call it a module, right? <laughs> like, uh, again, like most of the time, and again, when you get, when you get the athletic kids together, like, and I asked them, like, I literally like Google form. I was like, hey, do you want to learn stuff or do you just want to play? And like 85% just want to play. And these yeah. are kids who had basic skills and all they wanted to do was compete. They, because, because out, this is the other thing for, you know, 98% outside of school, they aren't getting anything. I'm not, I'm, and I'm not saying like, right. they're doing zero. They right. are not let out of the house. They are yeah. on their phones. So yeah. they know that this is the only place they could play games. They're like, hey lady, get out the way. Give us a ball, <laughs> give us the nets. 
right? <laughs> we'll pick teams. We got this. And then just let us roll. It was super interesting that you say that because my nephews were over this weekend and the middle boy found my ball. I only have one in the house. And man, that was all he wanted to do. He was all about it. The youngest saw my pull and he's like, what do you do with that? I'm like, you climb it. He's like, okay. And man, he's only five. Up and down he went, up and down he went. The eight-year-olds throwing the ball, bouncing the ball. <laughs> yeah. You're like, my space. <laughs> no, it's all good. <laughs> but like, I'm like, oh my gosh, look at just such differing interests. Like already at such a young age. And that right there, what you just described is how PE needs to be run where it is one universal space and it is a large, like, right? And then there are pockets of interest and activities. Not every kid doing the same thing. Like every kid doing the same thing is right. is, is awful for for vast majority <laughs> again. So so it's okay, you like this, you like this, you like this, or okay, you guys I, some I, I it's easy to break it down into skill and game, right? Yeah. So I just want to like kick this ball, cool, like work on that. And these guys are like, no, 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 like I have I have the skills, like I've done this, I, I wanna compete. So that's it's usually like a 50-50, but right. but to be able to open it up, and I think from kids' feedback, I really, I think at least once a week, there's going to be like an open up day where they could do anything they want. And I, and I, I feel that's a good, like, and, and it, it's really interesting when you talk about this idea of open gym. I need to, I need to preface this because if... Everyone treats it as, I don't care what you do today, using those words. Every single person, including the teacher, is going to be on a phone or computer. Mm. That's how. It, so when I say, okay, it's, it's your choice. The only rule, I, the only thing you cannot do is be on your phone or be on an electronic device. You want to hang out with, you want to play Jenga? Cool. You want to play Uno? Cool. You want to talk with your friend? Fine. You want to walk around this gym? Cool. You want to go outside? You guys want to play badminton? You guys want to shoot? Like everything is open. And so I, and what I do in this thing, other than like monitor, like who's on their phone? Like, I'll just be like, I'll just like, look, <laughs> like, I'm like, guys, I'm not going to tell you, but I'm good at paying attention. So, so they'll, they'll know if they know how to put the binder out there. Oh, damn, maybe she got me. Um, Cause it, it's just habitual. Like I'm shooting and then oh, and it's just, again, anytime, anytime you take it out. So it's, how do I learn to interact with this thing, interact with this space, interact with this person and not be on my saving grace, which is my device, which is my interactive mechanism of the entire world. Right. Which is informational noise. So again, if we get back to just this idea of like, you know, can we create some sort of place where there's less noise, which again, I think a physical interaction when you're moving your body and utilizing your body, I think that's a great way to create less noise. Mm -hmm. But yet again, it calls, right? It calls. <laughs> yeah. And, and paying attention internally, it's not, I mean, even, and I'll tell you where I went further with all this stuff is uh, I took the health classes and I, and I, I went to the mat room with my health classes. Nice. Cause they're like, we don't want to sit in these. I was just like, Oh, they, they want to get out of this classroom. I was just like, we could just keep going. And so like, and, and I had a class of athletes who were just like, Oh, like, dude, like never got this side of stuff. So like, what is a stretch? What does this feel like? How do you get at this when something is bothering you? Like, how do you like infiltrate? Like, all this stuff we were able to do through health because it wasn't taking away from like basketball. 
like yeah. their favorite thing. So I, again, I, inadvertently I, found this way to be like, oh, okay, this is how I, and I, and it was all part of the stress relief. It was all part of stress or stress, you know, it was like three months long. I was like, man, you guys got like, so, and, it, and it's this interaction. So that, that thing about noise, uh, if you, if you allow them noise, they will choose noise. Why? It's like white noise because they find it comforting and familiar. Totally. That makes perfect sense. And the other thing that I think is really interesting is what you said about open gym, like even just having it, because I practice pull and there's open pull. People don't like to go to open pull because they don't know what to do or they're afraid mm. they're going to do something wrong. Yep. And that's it. I, I think this starts early because we're taught all these games with all of these rules. We're not taught just go play. Yep. Yep. That's the thing. If you, if like, I am very, very punctual coming out, but mm -hmm. sometimes like, I'll like, I'll just like take attendance and I'll just kind of like see how long before they start being like, when are we going to start? Or like when someone says, what are we doing today? Like, I literally have the same kids. What are we doing today? What are we doing today? What, and I'll just be like, same thing we've been doing the last eight days. Like, like it's just like every single, it's like they want to know what we're doing. Um, and you know what I think as, I, as I'm locking into it, I am the only class who doesn't do a warm up. And because first of all, I don't think kids need a warm up. Hmm. Like I, especially in a like, you know, 50 minute class where they're dressing down, it's down to like 35 minutes. Totally. Like, and if I, and when I walk through, I try real hard to be not judgmental, but I walk through the other classes doing their warm up. And this is all, again, it's follow the leader. One guy was like, yes. this is our warm up. They're like, great. We're also going to do that warm up. Yes. I will also do that warm up. And I walk through the gym, music's playing. They're like moving, but all their faces hate it. They're like half doing stuff. <laughs> And it's just like, what's, and then you, then I talk to kids about, you know, it's like, and I ask the athletes, like, what are your warmups? Like, what are they for? And they're just kind of like, they just kind of shrug because when you look through them going through their warmup, uh, what I think it is, it's a mental switch of like, we're about to get ready to play. Like, uh, that's all it is. It's like, I'm getting myself. But if you watch and ask them about what they're doing, no idea. Yeah. No idea. Where do you and feel? Why? How long? Nope. No idea. Until and I that, wonder until our leader, it, yes, it's basically it's fault again. The, the warm up is fault. We have a leader because it's certainly not the coach out there doing it. Is there whatever? But it's like you have one kid who leads the group in doing the stuff. Which uh, I know you got something. I need to say something real quick before I before I lose it. This <laughs> idea, and I think back to like um, you know the '60s. This idea of like follow the leader. Yeah, and I I used to be very against it. But the more I kind of think about it, I do think that is a way to get that social observational. And it wouldn't be something that's rote. It would be something that is kind of spontaneous, like can't, almost like partner mirroring, but on a grander scale. Like it's almost like this little kind of puzzle follow along that is going to be tricky. It's not going to be like, you know, two plus two is four. It's going to be like that, the same tedious warm up. So I just wanted to make sure like there's something in that that I think they're after because it does make them part of a group. That makes it sense. does make them feel in whatever way community, however they want to like, it does make this. I'm like, okay, I am one of these people where if it's just games, they will never feel that way. And you can always tell too, at the end of the year when kids just like bounce and nobody says, you're just like, bye guys. And they're just like headphones and you're like, <laughs> okay. Like, 
I guess I'll maybe see you in a year or two, but I just wanted to add that. Sorry about the, the interruption. No, no. Cause it, it's, again, when you look at the trends in fitness and exercise for adults, there is, there's a lot of people that love group fitness. And I think there's a lot of benefit to it. I think there's a lot of benefit to it. A lot of the mindfulness modalities or the modalities that build themselves as mindfulness, right? Yoga and Pilates, they're taught in group settings. And mm. what I find really interesting about all of that is, okay, you're following along, you know, the teacher's leading you through stuff. Can you repeat any of that when the teacher's gone? Mm. Like if I ask point. you, to repeat, like even with these students, right? So they're following along. So what happens if the student who's leading stops partway through and you ask the students, mm -hmm. okay, now do part of that back. What happens? Or reverse it. Or reverse it. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> like, 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 again, because the learning is so beneficial, but like, are we giving students an opportunity to learn both like in the physical education system and then also in the adult physical movement system, you know? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a great point. I think like you said, there, and this kind of goes to another side of having about this idea of routine and habits and like what they set up. And, you know, if you build quote unquote good habits, right, they should set you up for a good result, but those same habits and routines can also be detrimental if you rely on them. So, so I think that's a really solid idea. So to, to kind of, be able to build something with it and do something with, but then allow a pause, just a simple pause. Now what? And, and I will tell you, as I, if I, I think of the golden years where I did this a lot and right. they will just kind of, this is, it's going to look like this. So you're just going to like, they're going to freeze. They're going to look at you. <laughs> and then, and then they're going to kind of like some bold person's going to just do something and they're going to watch and be like, okay, that's something. And then they're going to kind of, they're going to kind of mimic it. And then they're going to like go off, they'll do one thing different. And then they're like, oh, look at this go. And, and so it'll, it'll start to decimate into individuals, but they have to start like, because again, I'm using my visual to figure out what I'm supposed to do. Like we're doing right. this as a team yeah. and then the leader is gone and I have no idea. Plus, plus <laughs> that social thing is like, okay, I know these people can see me. So a right. really cool thing that I did is I would give them blindfolds. Oh, and I'd, be like, nice. I'd be like, all right, no one can see you walk as weird get across this gym as like weird as you can and like that was great especially with like you know the the more artistic kids you know you'd see all like it was, oh I bet like strike a pose right 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 <laughs> it was great uh, so where like if you moving forward because I know you also collect data about like you know how students are responding to what you've taught and how they're responding to their relationship with their self and all of this, you know, all of these types of things. So going forward, like what changes are you going to make? And do you think any, like, do you think it's influencing any of the teachers around you? I'm just curious. Uh, no. Uh, okay. so when you talk about, I do not. Um, and I'll be completely again. Uh, and it, it is interesting and I'll just say this, it's wildly interesting to me that of the four of us, like I am definitely the most capable and like, like can do whatever I want with my body and like in, in shape one of them, like, like that is, and that the kids also have reflected this. I'm like, oh, um, and yet they are in a brotherhood because they typically coach together. So they spend all this oh. time together. 
So they just do, so they are in this like, which is again, do your thing, like in this like triangle of similarity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm, I've all, but I've been this for 20, like I've all these, I've been here longer than I think the closest person has been there maybe six or seven years. And uh-huh. I, so I have 13 years. So I've always been this like other. Right. Um, and to be like, I don't really, I don't really, they never ask. So I don't really share <sighs> what I'm doing. And again, I'm in the gym next door, but like right. I can tell that's what they're doing. So, and this is interesting because, you know, if you do want to try to change systems and I'm just like, man, that's a lot of work to change the system. There's a lot, there's a lot going against you. So like just literally living inside the class just yeah. seems to be a much more cause and effect, you know, input output kind totally. of thing. Um, so I, I do not think they're going to change. I think they're probably, especially now that they're teaching like, one class like they all have their own class I think it's it's going to be it's it's kind of like uh an example is like there's like an intro class an entering freshman class and then there's like the three options there's my option games and practice and there's weightlifting and then there's team sports okay so like take weightlifting for example like I've been like hey maybe I should just teach like a female and non-binary like because yeah. weightlifting class like went away. Like it was so awful. Like nobody signed up for it. So oh. it's funny. They, they kind of, they kind of got back at him. They're like, you're also going to teach health too. And he's like, what? Like, <laughs> so, so, but I think about, I think about the kids experience in this space and it could, I don't care if it's guys or female. I'm just, just looking at like a variable that I could offer that. And again, it has to be like, how is this different? Oh, like these are male bodies. These are female bodies. And it doesn't, but the experience in the weight room and how I would take them through things is not through an app. It's not through, <laughs> right? Like writing yeah. stuff on the, it's not like here, I'm going to write, I'm going to write you a to-do list. It right. would be much more, expl- do whatever you want. Right? No, no, no. I'm not, pick it up. If you want to, go ahead, try and pick it up. How, how can you adjust? Like this much more like yes. trial and error instead of like, don't do anything until I perfect you first. Which... <laughs> Which, and again, if you, you look at the patterns, you're just like, oh man, like this is like, it's doctrine and dogma. So oh, yeah. could you see the weight room as a playground versus right. just like strict work, like do this, we've got to work here and we got to like suffer here. And this is what the music's like, just two different experiences in the same place yes. and how, if it were, and I don't know what's going to happen. We won't know till August what we're teaching <laughs> eventually. It's like, oh, um, it's like a person in the same school. Mm-hmm. right goes through the gym experience one way and the person in the same school goes to the gym experience the other way and i'm not necessarily saying it's problematic because if truth be told and i'm looking at ratios and 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 trends they'd be like hey follow in line with these guys and that would i would be like nope nope gotta go like <laughs> I, I would be like i cannot do that anymore so this is why i kind of keep it keep it quiet um but the fact that each of these took PE, each of them got credit, and yet had very different experiences and outcomes, mm-hmm. is bothersome because it is treated on paper as equal. Right. Like that to me is bothersome. And I, and I do, I, I kind of, I, I feel, I, I will say, I feel bad that kids don't get to experience like a different version of what PE could be. And like, if I, if I go so far as to saying like egotistical, I feel bad that they don't get to go through me. 
this is why I was like, I'll take the freshmen. Great. Let them all come through and let them all like, <laughs> right. But they were like, no, 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 you have way too much seniority. We're going to give it to this new guy. And I was like, okay. Um, but, but because, and, and, and not, and I don't mean it was just through that, but just because we build it together. Right. This isn't my like, we're going to get through this, 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 this. Those days are over. Those days were all about, right. How to impart a certain type of wisdom, but no, no, no. It is, we are together in this space. We don't need to have friction. So first of all, we got to figure out what it is you like and what it is you need and what it is you want and start to parlay those things into this kind of tapestry that works for both of us. And eventually too, when I toss you the keys, you don't say, oh my God, thank God. You don't revert back into that. You know what to do because if you know what to do in these moments, then when you graduate and nobody's telling you what to do, you're probably going to know what to do. And you're probably going to know what you like. And you're probably going to know, like, you already have, like, that question mark kind of answered in some way. And that, I feel, is the service. Like, not just, like, I lifted weights. I learned right. how to play basketball. Like, all of that is arbitrary. But does this, per again, it goes back to, like you said, nobody knows what to do. Right. It goes back into fostering that skill of how do you figure out what to do? How do you know the steps? How do you know when enough is enough? Like, right. I know this, the bell's going to ring, but in life it doesn't ring. So like, right. when, when do we start to pull the plug? And yes. what does tomorrow look like based on that? Instead of like, no, 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 I have it written out on paper. But what if you feel like crap tomorrow? Like, it doesn't make you a failure. It doesn't make you a failure. You're, you're a human person. So how does this plan adjust? Like, do we skip it? Do we do, we do a, a few things? Like, what does it look like to continue forward? Like, this is the stuff I think, and you think about the adults in the, this is, this is why so many are thinking out, like as adults and hopefully adult learners, they're, they're thinking out coaches because they didn't have that teacher. They didn't have that teacher that instilled that. So they're like, I'm going to pay someone what I'm willing to do it for, like to help me with this. Yeah. No, exactly. They want us all to go out of business. (laughs) (laughs) No more need for coaching and training. Just kidding. There will some, people, there, some people will always love like the social connection of a coach. Like mm-hmm. I have a client that's told me, she's like, I just wouldn't, without you here, I wouldn't do this because I like interacting with you. And if mm-hmm. interacting with you gets me to move, this is a positive thing. It's like, you know, you're saying like the kids, like that's what they're craving a lot of times. Like you're these social connections. It's just, and it's again, that too quiets, that too creates space. It creates less noise when you're actually connecting with somebody because you're paying attention in a different way. And and what I, when you talk about that, the connection, the, the, the quiet and the noise, like when you don't even need to say anything to each other and you just like do it. Like you just, like you started here, you can, and you continue talking about whatever. And then you just drifted over. Like you just did it in unison. There was no like, what should we do? Right. Or, you know, okay. But this is the, this is the thing. This is kind of how, like, I ask them questions and have them make decisions. What body do you want to use? What basket do you want? Like every single, and they, they get used to it. Like, she's going to ask this question. We better have the answer. <laughs> you know, like, and the beauty of them just know that like freeze. What ball? Yes. Like. What, what ball do you want? What should we, right? And then they'll actually start feeling, I was like, okay. So it is, again, how do you go on your own journey? That's what physical education should be. But it's very difficult to do in the time frame and the parameters and the amount of kids and the amount of differently abled kids thrown into a special situation where all that magic happens. 
Like it, it ha- if, if there is enough of an open mindset, it can work. But if kids, and so many kids are shut down, especially right. after COVID, like, no, 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 I want to yeah. do this and only this. Um, and, and, and how do you, again, just give them what they're asking for, um, but also try and facilitate a little bit of growth out of it. You, you could even be like, hey, man, like you didn't leave the class today. Great job. Like, like, oh, thank you for, thank you for asking if you go to the, go to the restroom. Like there's these little like human things. Again, how do I act? I'm doing the thing I want to do, right? And I'm usually like boisterous and like everything's a joke, but how do I start to take responsibility for myself and my behavior? Will then translate into like my body and the owners and my health and my well-being. And it isn't no longer I'm a victim of everything, but what's what can I start changing of my own accord to make things better for myself? That makes so much sense. Because again, at the end of the day, the physical action is just a conduit for the ability to be more present in life or the ability to be able to be more more of you or or more authentic or whatever it is, you know? Absolutely. So yeah, it's, it's like what you gotta think about like why do people like handstands? It's just, it's just a random, you know what I mean? It's like, a random thing. Yeah. <laughs> and yet, and yet it is a conduit. Like you just have this like, yeah. I kinda wanna I wanna do that. I think it's cool. It's just kind of, and then you have like all these like little communities coming out of that. And it's funny, you like watch people move and you're like, yeah, I know, I know who you subscribe to. You're kind of, yeah. kind of the thing. It's, a, it's an interesting, uh, and, and, you know, on the flip side is that then how do you also get them to vibe there, but also be critical thinking enough to not like go into cult like this is where again, the habits and behaviors become detrimental, where now I'm like robotic. And it isn't, it isn't like I'm just uh, invested and committed. It's like you've actually wrapped your whole life around this thing. And that's also not great. So right. being able to adjust throughout the spectrum is super yeah. important. That makes sense. Mm, this was fantastic. <laughs> you know where I live, Jen, is not at any time. <laughs> but when I, was, when, I, when I got to this part, I, was, I went, you know, this particular topic, I'm like, I know who I need to talk to for this. <laughs> <laughs> so so if any of my like five listeners want to find you <laughs> oh man uh, where would they do that? just okay. knock on my house um, um it's way more than five i could i can tell you that much uh, I have, so i have like a personal um blog that i'm writing stuff at uh post-competitive insight uh kind of went on my journey from that athletic mindset of robotics and like just working hard at everybody else and like printing everything off in binders and hoarding the binders to like, wait a minute, how do I be cooperative and like share all this stuff because it's only good when it's shared. It's no good on the shelf. Uh, So that's kind of that journey. Um, Pain is there. Kid stuff is there. Then there is the uh, collaborative site, thinkmovement.net, in which Jen and I are both a part of, which is a, uh, where multiple perspectives kind of learn to coexist. It's not like one way or the highway. It's like, Hey, this is how this person does it. This is how this person does it. This is what they find interesting. Uh, which is kind of cool. I am a content fiend. I have so much content. I, like I know my Instagram right now, I'm like still like three weeks behind. Like I have all these new, plus a Darian came over. So I'm just like, oh, snap. So uh, my Instagram is my last name, US. So Rufalus, um is my primary account. And then I, because I had to do another channel, my secondary account that is a little bit more performance oriented is Options and Ability, which is the same name as as the gym space and the kind of coaching. So many places. 
you can find me. Yes. And I suggest you follow her at least one of the places. She's always coming up with really cool ideas and she takes a very different approach to movement than what you usually see out there. So awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much, Chris. Thank you so much, Jen. That was so pleasure. Okay. Yay. And oh no, I always do that. I always do this wrong. Sorry if you guys are listening. I don't 